thing. He's not actually going to preach. And I am. I want you to give me less than 10 minutes to go over a passage of Scripture that will challenge and equip you for this week, and then we're going to get out on time. But I want you to dial in right now to what God wants to speak to you. Hasn't it been rich so far? I mean, the worship, the communion, the music, I don't know about you, but man, I, wow, that was good. We're going to have to have them back and give them the whole service, and man, that is going to be a glorious time. We're in a series God is greater than, and you can fill in the blank, He's greater than anything that you face. He's greater than anything that you face at home, at school, at work. He's greater than any mistake. He's greater than any sin. He's greater than any circumstance. Last week on Easter, we realized that He was greater than death, hell, and the grave. God is greater than the grave. You know what that means? It means our life will never end in death. Yes, we will die, but that's not the end. Our life ends with a resurrection, just like Him. God is omnipotent, and and He is all-powerful, and He is greater than anything we could ever face. And we would all say yes and amen. Jeremiah 32.17 says, There is nothing you can't do. Speaking of God creating the heavens, and the earth in Luke chapter 1 and verse 37, it says, For nothing is impossible with God. And I, if I had you raise your hands today, it says, Who believes this? That God is greater than, that He is omnipotent, that He is all powerful, and that He is greater than anything we face. I know every hand would go up. So here's what I want you to think about Why do we focus so much on the blank? Why is it that we can't wrap our minds around how great God is, but boy, we sure know how big our problem is. We sure know how big our situation is. The circumstance that we face and and, and what we're going through, we know how big that is. Why is it so easy to focus on this side of the equation and not that God is greater? And I believe the reason is, is because we live in this world. And we're good at living in this world. We get by living in this world. We're used to operating inside of this world system. And to be honest with you, we're very comfortable in this world. And so we live by sight and not by faith. And so that blank becomes bigger and bigger and we get focused on this world rather than on God. But I want to tell you this morning, listen to me. You are not created for this world. Have you ever thought of that? That you are created in the image of God. Each one of us created in the image of God. Now, sin has messed that up, but it did not erase the fact that you were created in the image of God. That God designed you for the Garden of Eden. Not for the garbage of this world. That God created you to be a friend of His. To be close to Him. That's the purpose of your life. To know God. To be in relationship with Him. To worship Him. We were created to house the power of the Holy Spirit. We we were created for that. That should be our environment in which we live. We should be living in the right environment, in that God environment, for the reason that we were created, and that was to be in relationship with God. To live on this side of the equation and not that side of the equation. It would be more comfortable in this side of the equation. Because you know what the devil wants to do to you this week? Again, at home, at school, at work, wherever you find yourself, the devil wants to get you out of your right environment. 
He wants to get you out of that environment in the presence of God. He wants to separate you from God so that you focus and live and be, you're very comfortable in this world. But you know what? You weren't created for this environment, so you're not going to thrive. You're not going to be able to live. I love seeing all the, the, the blossoms and the grass is green and, and the flowers are coming up and it's beautiful outside. But you know what we don't see in Chicago? A lot of palm trees. A lot of tropical plants. Why? Because they, it's the wrong environment for them here. They're not going to grow here. They're, they're going to they're die here because it wouldn't be the right environment. When you go to the zoo and you see animals from all over the world, what do they do? They spend millions and millions of dollars trying to create the right environment so that these animals can survive in an environment that's not their own. And sometimes we try to, to build this environment around us. We try to create the right environment. But you will never live and you will never thrive unless you live in the right environment and you were created for the presence of God. You were created to be in relationship with Him. Well, Paul says in Acts 17.28, For in Him we live and move and have our being. His presence is our environment. That's where we're called to live. And so I want to look at this passage of Scripture and it will be on the screen. I want you to write it down. And this will be the focus of your week. That you will look at this passage of Scripture and say, I want this. I want to know what Paul knows here. In Philippians chapter 3, beginning at verse 8, it says, Yes, everything else is worthless when compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For His sake I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with Him. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised Him from the dead. I want to suffer with Him, sharing in His death, so that one way or another I will experience the resurrection from the dead. The context of the Scripture, if you read chapter 3, is Paul's bragging. He's talking about how great a Pharisee he was and how great an apostle he is. And he's bragging on himself and he says, you know what? It's all garbage. It's all garbage. He says, I want to know Christ. I want to experience Him. I want to be close to Him. I want to be connected with Him. I don't care anymore about my title. I don't care anymore about my reputation. I don't care anymore about how I fit inside this world system. I want to know God. And that needs to be the cry of our heart. I want to know God. I had you raise your hands again and ask how many of you know God. We'd all raise our hands, but do you really know Him? Do you really know Him? Because you need to know Him. That's the environment for which you were created. And I want you to think about this week. What environment do I live in? Do I live with the world's resources or do I live as the Holy Spirit as my basic resource? His power, His wisdom, His direction in my life. Or do I just survive on my own? I want us to get to know God and not go through the motions of devotions or coming to church. Because we can just come to church and we can have great services and, and good prayer times. And boy, that was a good word. But we can't go through the motions. The reason we gather together is to know Him. And to be close to Him. Because that's the environment we were made for. And that we would walk in His presence from these doors to wherever God takes us. And we would live in His presence. That we would be so hungry in our heart, not for what this world offers, but for Him. 
And we'd get hungry and we'd stay hungry and, and we'd keep learning. That was one of the points of Activate, and you can watch online, is that we would grow in God and keep growing. We wouldn't just walk through the door and say, here I am, but that we would walk in and press in to know Him. That's our call, is to know Him and live in His environment. And that's what I want you to do this week. And you can say, well, Pastor Darrell, that's easy for you. You, know, you have a Christian home. You come to work at church. You can live in the presence of God all the time. But I want to tell you, it's not just for pastors. It's for all of us to live and walk in the presence of God. So this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do this week. I want you to think of the finish line in your life. You know, that, that place that we're running to, in, in our race that we're running, we run toward a finish line. And for some, it's to, to get through school. For some, it's to, to, to get a job or, 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 or maybe something to do with your family, but there's some type of finish line, or maybe it's a, a certain amount of money you want to make, or, or retirement, or there's something that I'm running to, and, 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 there, and there are good things that we run to and we want to accomplish, but so often we run the race to get to the finish line, the goal that we had set, and we get to the finish line and we're like, yeah, is this it? And we have finish lines, obviously, at the end of our life, but we have finish lines every day. Things we want to accomplish. Things we want to get done. And so here's what I want you to begin to picture and imagine. Is I want you to imagine every day, every finish line, in either it be tomorrow or the end of your life, every finish line, the only thing at that finish line is Jesus. I want you to think about that. That Jesus is at my finish line. That, that as I run the race tomorrow, I want to meet with God. All the other things will begin to start taking care of themselves. But do you want to press in and know Him? I want Jesus at, at every finish line, every goal that I cross, I want Jesus to be there. I don't want it to be something else and, and, and something that I want. I want. I want Jesus to be there. That's where I want to go. Every day, count everything else as garbage and run to Him. A lot of times when we talk about this, God is greater than, we say, well, I, I know this is true, but it sure doesn't look like that. It sure doesn't seem like this is true. You know, I, I, I know it in my head, I read it in the Word, but when I look at my life, God isn't greater. And that's where faith comes in. Because probably in the natural, in the worldly environment, yeah, it doesn't look like this, but you know what? We walk by faith and not by sight. And what happens is as we draw near to God, all of a sudden, this becomes true in our life. The closer we get to Him, the more that we know Him, the more true the reality that God is greater than anything I face. Would you bow your heads and your hearts with me this morning as Pastor Jonathan comes to the keyboard? And I just want to give you a couple minutes to focus and chew on our very short word this morning. But the reality is, is you are not created for this world. You were created for more. And I want you just to spend some time with the Lord. And I'm going to pray for all of us in, in just a minute. But this is just a private time between you and God. Saying, God, I don't want to be so comfortable in this world that I forget that my true environment is with you. 
And so just spend some time with the Lord and say, God, I want to get to know you this week. I want to really know you. I want to be hungry for you. I don't want us just to rush out of here and run on to our next thing without having a moment with God. I don't want you to picture your finish line tomorrow and next week next month and next year and for our lives, I want you to picture every finish line with Jesus at the end. Running into His arms. Spend a moment with God. relationship with God. And I want to invite every single person in this room. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. Into that relationship with God. We have that sin that messes things up in that relationship. But Jesus Christ came and He died on a cross for our sin. He took our place, our punishment, our shame, our guilt, our pain on that cross. That if we accept what He has done for us, we can be in that right relationship with God. The the relationship you were created for. The environment that you were meant to live. And if today you want to invite Jesus into your heart and into your life, I'm going to say a prayer and I'd like you to repeat these words after me. I want you to believe them in your heart. And I want you to start a brand new life with Jesus. Make Him the new finish line in your life. And I'm going to ask everybody that has committed their life and wants to commit their life or renew their life with God to repeat these words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I need Your forgiveness. I believe that You died for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I now invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray for you this morning. God, I thank you for your word. 
May it be something that we dwell on and meditate this week. That God, we count everything of this world as garbage just to know you. And um, God, I pray that as we draw near to you, the reality that you are greater than whatever we face or whatever we've done, whatever we're going through, would be a reality in our life. God, give us courage and strength and boldness. It only comes from you. God, I thank you for those that prayed that prayer and and believe in their heart and the new life that you're going to give them. God, I thank you for what you're doing and what you have done today. God, you are so good to us. You love us so much. And we love you because you first loved us. We honor you today and worship you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.